0: Across the UK, online and on DAB,
1: the Wild Man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee,
0: differently interesting nocturnal
1: emissions from a legend of late night radio, on air and off the leash, the late night alternative with Ian Lee <laughs> on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listeners, Ian Lee, and you are
2: Catherine Boyle.
1: Welcome. Um, we just keep you stay off the phones for a little bit because we've got a guest coming up. We've talked about this show a lot the last couple of weeks because I. I'd heard about it, and I'd read bits and pieces about it, and I thought, well, it can't be as bad as everyone's saying. It can't be, and and it, and it was. I'm it talking about, of course, about surviving R. Kelly, the show that we, we we've watched online. It's going to be screened legitimately uh, in the UK soon, starting on February the fifth, on the Crime and Investigation Channel. It should be, I think, it should be on like BBC One or something. To me, it is the most. <coughs> excuse me. I think it's the most important TV show of the last fifteen years. It's it's an incredible story of um, abuse of power, of abuse of fame, of abuse of women. Of um, it, it, it's horrendous, it, and it. I do not understand why this is not the biggest story. I was going to say showbiz story, but you know what I mean. I don't understand why this is not the biggest story at the moment, and um, it's an incredible series. I really some of you might find it triggering it's very upsetting it's very graphic in its description um but it, i think it's really really important i'm so thrilled that uh, we've got the executive producer we've got tamra simmons on the line from america good evening tamra good evening
0: how are you going?
1: Um, we're really good we're really sorry that we called you up an hour early that's totally
0: my fault <laughs> I was too eager. No, hey, it's better to be early than late. That's, what, that's what we fine. thought.
1: Hey, listen, congratulations on the series Surviving R. Kelly. I know it's a weird thing to say considering the subject know, matter, right? uh, but we watched it. We've seen all six episodes. Honestly, I think it's the I think it's the most important TV series of the last fifteen years. How did you get involved? How, how did you end up working on this, Tamara?
0: Well, thank you guys for the support and everything, um, and being able to speak on your platform today um, regarding it. So about August of 2017
1: um, I a partner line, may me, uh, Tamara, sorry to interrupt. Ever so slightly, we, we just, we've just lost you ever so slightly. I don't know if you've moved. Oh, if you, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you there. That's so it. Sorry. Don't move. Sorry, go on. Okay. Carry on. Go on.
0: Uh, so one of my producing partners, uh, Jesse Daniels, we were looking at some articles And we were just like, you know, these new allegations against R. Kelly, which we were familiar with the allegations about 10 years ago. um, But we didn't know that there was going to be these new surfacing articles that were going to come about. And so we just, you know, we saw the family that was there in the news. And I reached out to them and I just wanted to hear more about their story, their fight to find their daughter or hear from their daughter. And from there, we were introduced to other survivors who also had been um, in contact with the family and confided in them regarding their situation with R. Kelly as well.
1: So there's a whole community has built up around amongst the the women um, who have been victims of R. Kelly then. There's there's support amongst the, the, the survivors.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you talk to one person, and then you realize that there's another person that was in the same situation. So, then you become like this sisterhood. Yeah. Um, and then you try to heal each other and say, you know, they share stories. And then there's some survivors who didn't meet until our New York screening. So, they they didn't even know some of the other survivor stories. Wow. Until they met uh, recently in December when we were in New York, and then some of them didn't even know their story until it actually aired on the documentary.
1: Um, um, it's it's horrific, it's horrific. I was listen. Let me put it in context from my point of view. I was aware of the the sex tape allegation, and that demeans what it is. You know, it's it's, it's video footage of R. Kelly sexually well paying and sexually abusing and urinating on a fourteen-year-old girl, and I was aware of that. When it happened, and and then that story kind of went out. I don't know about you, Catherine. It kind of went out of my focus, and I thought that that had been resolved legally. I don't really know what that means by by that, um, but I thought that that was that. They maybe they proved it wasn't him. His or... career
2: continued, yeah. and it seemed like he hadn't been harmed by it at mm-hmm. all. So you know, over here you could be forgiven for thinking, oh well, uh, then that that's that then. But watching your documentary, it turns out that I mean it. He managed to use the kind of it-wasn't-me defence and get away with it, even though there is there are people who know the girl in question who say, that is my friend, that is my family member. I mean, it's just... I, we just can't work out why this guy's not in prison.
1: Well, that's the, that, that's the question, Tamara. Well, why is he not in prison?
2: Well, I think, as you
0: can see in the documentary, one of the jurors had stated... Um, regarding why these women couldn't be trusted and it was basically off the exterior of their person so they said oh you have those kind of clothes on you have those kind of shoes on you look like that we don't believe you there's no way that this man with so much money power and fame to do anything like that to someone
1: like you. And one of the big things I I was reading this on Twitter and it does get mentioned I think in episode five or six of the show is that um it's because they're black girls is 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 because they were black girls. Now if he were if he were were um, locking up holding prisoner having sex with white girls of fourteen fifteen sixteen then the the police would would kind of swoop down on him and this would be a huge thing because it's black girls ah eh, it's kind of it doesn't matter so much. Is, is do you buy that theory, Tamara?
0: Um. Well, you have, you know, campaigns like Me Too Movement and Color for Change. That is the reason why those organizations are in existence mm-hmm. today, um, to kind of help, you know, put a barrier. I mean, actually, I'm sorry, not to help put a barrier, but to destroy the barrier yeah. where the black girls' voices don't matter. Um, so I do believe that race has been a factor in the past. And we do believe that if these women were of a different race, that there may be a different outcome today. Maybe 10 years ago, if it
2: was a different woman, um, these women would not be in the situation that they're in currently today. There was also the suggestion, Tamara, in the documentary that, you know, elements of the black community Mm. actually were complicit because they were protecting this guy. It was kind of, well, you know, here's a guy who's done well, everyone's out to get him. And we heard that over and over again from women outside his concerts and outside the courtroom.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's pretty much in the black community. You know, you've listened to this man's music for 20-something years, and he's been a part of your family culture.
2: Mm. So there was a sense of that. It's almost like we know him, we don't know you. Right. And there's no way. It's still,
0: you know, they look at the survivors and they say, "Oh." There's no way he would be
1: with that person. What, what, what there, there is actually some beauty in this show, and the beauty is the dignity with which the um, young women who have been abused by R. Kelly, with which they speak, the dignity. I tell you, the the couple that really struck me. I mean, they all struck me, but the ones that the two that really got me, um, Alice and Angelo, Clary, whose daughter mm-hmm. Azriel, uh, she's been sort of. I I don't know what to say. Do I say prisoner? She's been in the R. Kelly clan cult for three years, and they've not seen her for three years. And the dignity with which Alice and Angelo conduct themselves. um, Mm -hmm. As a dad, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like for them.
0: Yeah, and that's what Angelo has stated. um, Even in the documentary and in his interviews, he has stated that he felt less of a man because... Here he is, this father who had a great relationship with his daughter,
2: and this man can just come in and do this and destroy their family. And that was another thing that was said outside the courtroom by the supporters, which was, you know, why are these girls being allowed to do that? Where are their parents? Actually, a lot of these people did have really loving families around them, and he still managed to manipulate them. and that was something that was, was really underlined by the documentary. I mean, Ian and I were watching Alice and Angelo go to the um, studio oh. that part, in the final part. And I'm not going to spoil it, but it broke our hearts because we were rooting for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and they're still fighting for her today. But, you know, at the time, they're just like, this is our daughter's career. And what you don't see in the documentary is, you know, they... Told her you can't be with this man while we're not around, and gave her certain rules. But of course, you know she's a regular a teenager, um, and she broke those rules.
1: I have to say, and then the, he, the, sorry, he, go on, c- carry on, Tamara. Sorry, we finish your point.
0: Uh, I was just going to say he took advantage of that.
2: Yeah.
1: Listen, we don't want to get we don't want to give any uh, spoilers. Is again is another strange word, but 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 that there are a few fist you know pumping the air moments and and without ruining it for people that are going to watch it and we'll, we'll tell people where they can watch it again in a bit um but is is michelle kramer isn't it that who who goes to the hotel where she thinks her daughter dominique is staying have i got that right that's the right mom isn't it
0: yes michelle kramer she's <sighs> what a, a legend dominique's mom yeah that's what it, she said at uh, I had no idea people, you know, who was going to respond or the way that they have. But even um, while filming that, we didn't even know that that was going to happen. It, and I'm not trying to ruin it for anyone. No, else,
1: exactly, but- and we're not going to ruin it. But but we were watching that episode literally on the. We we both leaned forward on the edge of our seats. And um, I mean, they're all, all everybody in there is a hero. All of all of the, the women, all of the parents are heroes. But man alive, when she she got the 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 to go and do what she did, oh my god! And 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 that's it, isn't it? These aren't girls; these aren't kids that have been abandoned by their parents, as Catherine said. These aren't you know girls on the fringes of society, vulnerable girls looking for love. These are, these are kids who who come from you know good households with parents. That love them.
0: Yes, and um, you know, whenever you're trying a certain age, you're gonna want your freedom and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, you can see how um, in the documentary how Michelle was trying to allow her daughter to have that freedom, um, and then why that freedom. You know, she wished that she never did that, um, but at the same time, she's you know, I, she's still so thankful that. You
2: know, she has a relationship with her daughter. Yeah, there's, there's no point in blaming the survivors. Actually, oh. the person who's done wrong is quite obvious. Who, who's done wrong in this scenario?
1: What has, um, what Because this is, I think this aired a couple of weeks ago in the states. It's about to start airing over here on on the fifth of February. What has been the reaction, and what, if anything, has changed over there?
0: Well, here in the U.S., you can see that there's so much support that's coming from celebrities such as like Jada Pinkett Smith and rappers and, you know, Celine Dion taking her music down and things like that. So it's been an overwhelming response in support of these women, and the women are just thankful because they didn't know how people were going to take this. You know, they didn't know if they were going to accept what they said
1: or anything. With, uh, 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 very brave of them. You're right. You're very brave of them to come forward and to sit in those, uh, sit in and that chair in front of the camera and and share really intimate, personal details of abuse, knowing that there is a chance that there will be people watching going, "Well, this is rubbish. Mm-hmm. She she's obviously making this up."
2: And one particular woman, Sparkle, has lost family, you know, uh... contact with her family as a result of speaking out, but she continues to do so, and that just is testimony to the passion involved in this and she just feels I, mean, I know that she particularly feels responsible she could never have foreseen what happened there um i just think they're all remarkable women and i noticed that you know there are people who' still speaking out and saying and r kelly of course is denying it all and suggesting that he's going to sue but you know he yeah, said Tam- that sort of
1: stuff before Tamra, ha- he? Ha- has he sued you guys yet has, has, has r kelly sent you legal <laughs> papers yet
0: well, we've received several different things from his attorney, so, and of course, our legal team is looking and vetting all of those. But nothing to stand on at this moment.
1: Yeah, and and it, it, for him to go to prison for these for these these crimes, does it now take? I, I don't understand the, the British system, let alone the, the American legal system. Does it take for one of these women to? to take him to court, does that have to happen for there to be a chance for him to go to prison?
0: I think there's several different um, possibilities for, like, crimes that have been committed, um, but the legal system pretty much is handling that.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I also want to raise the fact that Aliyah's family are, are, are criticising the documentary and saying that it's lies and, uh, and they're not going to stand by. Have you heard from them too?
0: I have not
1: personally heard from them either. Um Tamara how did you how did you feel I mean because here's the thing it, you know we make TV programs we make radio programs and then we like to at the end of it go well that was good and we feel very very proud and you should feel proud of yourself because you've told an incredibly important story but 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 how how do you you feel about the series and about the impact and about the the support that it's garnering how do you feel about it Tamara
0: I think we all were kind of overwhelmed with the amount of, like, support Mm. that, you know, we've received from it. But I think at the same time, we're happy for the survivors because it's allowing them to heal. Mm. Yeah. And so there's, like, a sense of we're proud of ourselves to be able to convey such a story, but also happy for them because this allows them to be able to heal in places that they didn't even know that they were going to be able
2: to. It must be so important for them to feel believed and that they've spoken. Yeah, they um, at first had some type of like,
0: you know, they were like, what well, is this? How is this going to be perceived? Um, did I do the right thing? So they questioned themselves all the way up until I think the third is when it aired here in the U.S. And so. They were just like, we don't know what people are going to say. So they were texting and calling me on the second, on the first, (laughs) really nervous. Yeah, I bet. And they were like, you know, they were calling me saying, am I going to be in this episode or when am I going to come up? Just tell me when I'm going to come. So they're very anxious. Yeah. Um, They just want to kind of get it over with.
1: Um Tamara listen we, we, I wish you the best of luck. I think everybody we've been talking about this this show for the last couple of weeks and I genuinely this isn't you know me, hyperbole or anything. I do think it's the most important TV show of the last 15 years at least. It's a really important story. That I think exposes, you know, uh, abuse of women, abuse of black women, uh, abuse of power, fame, uh, you know, and and let's hopefully, hopefully this scumbag, this pervert, this, this pedophile, this, you know, this, this abuser will will face justice of some kind, hopefully. Um, Well done, Tamara. And and, and, um, we we really appreciate you coming on and and sharing your thoughts with us. It's it's a great program. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you very much.
1: And there's Tamara Simmons. She's the executive producer of Surviving R. Kelly. It's going to be on legitimately on the Crime and Investigation channel on February the 5th. Um, it's one episode a week on Tuesdays. I'm going to be honest. We saw it on, on a hooky website. It's out there if you want to watch it. Um, I, I don't think Crime and Investigation are going to sue my ass. Watch it there, obviously, if you can. But it's out there. And I, I think as long as you get to watch it, uh, it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. And, and, and you'll watch... Do you know what? I probably made jokes about the P tape. I probably did back in the day. I probably did. Because um, we didn't know how it ended, did no, we? No, 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 no. And, and and when you look at it, and they, they say in the series that um, a video of, you know, a 30-odd-year-old man, whatever he was then, paying and then urinating on a 14-year-old girl, how that became the punchline for, for, for jokes. I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed. Yeah, I made jokes about that. I felt ashamed. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.